Today is April 20, 2020. This is Word Up with Pastor OT. First, I want to thank you for just uh, listening in to the podcast show. And just I want to encourage you on today with uh, just some encouraging words during this time of COVID-19. And so go ahead and uh, sit back and relax. Go ahead and uh, tell someone about this show. Uh, hope that this show touches your heart. Keep you grounded in the word of God and also keep you entertained all in one. So come on, go ahead and uh, sit back and relax and let's listen. So on today, I just want to uh, just uh, go to the word of God on today. I'm going to do something a little different on today. And so uh, just ask that you just uh, stay with me. And so um, I just could uh, remember as a little kid. Uh, when there were storms um, happening outside, um, we would watch the wind howling and the leaves blowing from the tree branches and the raindrops would beat down on the grass under the dark gray sky. And um, if we were at my grandmom's house, uh, she would make us unplug, you know, anything that had to, that was electrical. And so uh, that meant there was no TV, there was no radio, uh, there was no Internet or any uh, iPhones or anything like that back then. So, what me and my you know siblings that we had to do was we had to uh, play with each other. And so, uh, we found a way to endure uh, the storm until it blew over. Now, what we have to understand is sometimes storms can cause much damage and havoc uh, in the lives of many people. And so, while uh, the news focuses on environmental storms, uh, today we're going to be uh, focusing in on uh, the storm of, of life that we're going through right now with the COVID-19 situation. And so I just want to us to get our minds on Mark 4, 34 through 41, where the disciples, they found themselves caught in a ferocious storm while on a boat in the middle of the Sea of Galilee and simultaneously in a spiritual storm of fear and doubt. Now, they feared for their lives. Jesus was fast asleep in the stern of the boat while the storm was raging. They woke him and said, teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? Jesus woke up. He calmed the storm and questioned their faith in him. Uh, What happened was they were no longer afraid of the storm, but very afraid of the supernatural power of Jesus that led them to wonder who he was, that even the wind and sea obey him. Now, what we have to understand is that the disciples, they learned significant lessons that day that transformed their lives. We can learn much from uh, that experience as we face uh, the storm uh, of our own life that's going on right now during this COVID-19 situation. Now, what we must understand is that the the idea that God permits bad things to happen to his children is a very hard pill to swallow. It, It doesn't make sense for a loving God to allow his followers to suffer. Some would say this is a simple thing that we can solve right now. Jesus tells us in John 16 and 33 that in the world you will have tribulation, but take heart. I have overcome the world. Jesus just promised us that we will have trials and tribulations in this world. But because he has overcome the world, we can trust him in the storms. I hope that someone is listening. When storms hit, we often wonder why is it? Why is this happening? 
In James 1, we see that God has a purpose for every trial that we experience. God uses trials to test the genuineness of our faith. The disciples' faith in Jesus was being tested during the storm. They questioned the very character of Jesus, implying that he did not care for them. We may feel the same way when we face a health crisis or a financial hardship that may cause us to lose our home. But 1 Peter 5 and 7 reminds us to cast all of our cares and our concerns on Jesus because he cares for us. Now, I want us to just stay stay focused right now. God is getting ready to do something miraculous uh, right now in this season. Stay with me. Just stay with me for a little while longer. It says, now the disciples, they were filled with great fear. When Jesus rebuked the wind and told the sea, peace be still. Jesus not only displayed amazing supernatural power over nature, we learned along with the disciples that Jesus can be trusted in the storm. And this is because he is sovereign. Come on. God's sovereignty is described in Psalms 24, 1 and 2. The earth is the Lord's and everything in it, the world and all who live in it. For he founded it on the sea and established it on the waters. God is in perfect control over the universe. He is involved in everything in this world and is directing all things, people, nature, etc. to fulfill his divine purpose. When facing the storms of life, understanding the sovereignty of our amazing God is essential. We have to remember that God is always in control. We have to remember he is the one who created man. And so uh, just uh, for a little while longer, the disciples showed us both what to do and what not to do during the storm. They were right to go to Jesus in the storm. However, they fell short because they went to him in fear and doubt. See, Jesus wanted them to have faith in him in the midst of this terrible storm. In Philippians 4, 5, and 6, we learn how to replace our fear and anxiety with prayer, supplication, and thanksgiving. We are released from the grip of fear and anxiety when we thank him for his sovereign power and purpose for the storms. We can trust his promise that his peace will guard our hearts and minds so that we will not be fearful or anxious during the storm. So listen, God right now, he's in control of the storms of our life right now. Uh, he's not going to allow us to dictate the storm. He's in control. Now, what we must understand is with the disciples in their fear that they question if Jesus cared for them. He asked them, why are you so afraid? Do you still have no faith? Not only did Jesus rebuke the wind and the waves, but he rebuked the disciples for their unbelief. Their unbelief caused their fear and their fear caused them to question whether Jesus really cared. Jesus expected them to know that he was for them and that he did not want to destroy them. Come on, somebody, listen to what the Bible is saying. Listen to what the word is saying right now. It said that Jesus expected them to know that he was for them and that he did not want to destroy them. I hope somebody is listening right now. Isaiah 41 and 10 states, Fear not, for I am with you, but be not dismayed, for I am your God. Believing that God is for you can transform your life. When trials come, when you, you will not be tempted to doubt God's love, care, and concern for you. 
when it seems like there is sound, no sound coming from heaven, you can still believe that God is for you. And so uh, what I want us to understand that the storms of life are part of God's sanctification plan, revealing your heart and growing you into his image. Uh, do not let the difficult storms become bigger than the promises of Jesus. He promised to be with you through any storm that he allows in your life. And so we have to understand that right now, the storm that we're in, God is wanting us to give ourselves back to him. He's calling for us to get our minds back, focus on his word. He's asking us to get away from those worldly things and get back to him. We have strayed away for too long. And God is calling his people back to him. So people, listen, wake up. This is not a presidential plot. This is not a plot to get uh, Trump back revoted again. This is not a democratic uh, situation where he doesn't want the Democrats to be able to uh, battle him in the upcoming uh, presidential election. God has set forth this trial, this tribulation, this storm for us to come running back to him. He's not calling for us to have any fear or any doubt. Let's take all that out of our minds. Let's take away the fear. Let's take away the doubt and know that during this storm, during this tribulation, during this trial, God is with us to the end. This season is only just a season. And we have many seasons in our life. This season is going to end pretty soon. And God is just waiting patiently to end it. And just waiting for the new season that's on the other side. If we continue to stay focused, the new season is going to be filled with blessings that we won't be able to receive. Uh, we are sending those praises up, and when we send those praises up, blessings come down. So I just want you to stay focused on God and stay focused on God's word. Love your neighbor, love your mom, love your parents, love all of your, your family members. God is calling for families once again to be back together like he created man. And so I just want to thank you on today. I do want to encourage you to don't give up because I know one thing that God would never give up on you. Thank you for listening in on this podcast show today. I hope that my word touched someone's heart on today. I'm glad that God uses me as a vessel to just speak uh, to his people. I'm glad that he allows me because he didn't have to, but he allows me to speak to someone and let them know how good God is. God changed me when I didn't have anyone else. When my back was against the wall, didn't have any friends to call on, couldn't call my parents to get me out of situations. But there was one person that I could call on, and his name was Jesus Christ. So I'm urging you to find yourself caught up in this great move that's going on right now in this world. Where God is moving all over the nation. 
and he's wanting to call us back to him. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you on tonight, dear Lord. I just thank you for just allowing me to speak to your people, dear Lord. I thank you for anointing um, me with uh, your Holy Spirit, dear Lord. I thank you for just blessing your people with manna from on high, dear Lord. And I just want to tell you thank you right now, dear Lord. I ask that you continue to watch over us as a nation. Touch those that are in the hospitals, dear Lord. Touch those that are at home dealing with the sickness, dear Lord. I ask that you bless them. Touch their bodies right now. Send a healing angel down to touch their bodies right now. And remove everything that's not like you out of them. I ask that you touch our nation. Remove the evilness. Remove the sin. Remove all that's not like you right now that's going on in our nation right now. Remove it right now, dear Lord. Cleanse it, dear Lord, that once we come back together once again, that we will know that you are God of all gods, King of all kings, and Lord of all lords. We thank you right now, Lord, for this season that we're in. We thank you for this trial that you have us in right now, Lord. And we thank you for the season that's about to begin once we come out. In your son Jesus' name, as we pray, amen and amen. I do want to thank you once again for listening in to the Word Up show with Pastor O.T. God bless you, and I always want to leave you with uh, the encouraging words that I always say, that sticks and stones may break your bones, but the Word would never hurt you. Thank you.